Hi everyone. Captain Dick, I got a gift for you. Oh, you're overstepping your boundaries, sir. Wow, really? I ain't going to ask you. I say the story for this, yeah. cosmopolitan story. It was kind of a slow weekend. Two girls come up, and it, it must have been one of the first time they're out in a proper pub, because you can just tell they're mm. newly 18, mm. they've been at pre-parties before, and they're gonna go to a bar and order a cocktail, but they don't know what cocktail they want. Uh, we want a sweet one, all right. How about a cosmopolitan? That's very sweet, I like that one very much. Yeah, cool, can we have a, um, a four to share? A four cent liter. Yeah, uh. cosmopolitan, I like. Sure! Uh, you know, I mix it up, everything, serve it, they try it out, and I can see on their faces that there's something, you know, how, how do you like it? Are you sure it's a four? It doesn't taste like alcohol. Alright, first of all, it's probably more than four because I kind of eyeballed it. Yeah, it's a four and it's a cosmopolitan, it's not supposed to taste of alcohol. The entire point of the cosmopolitan is you should drink it strong, but it shouldn't taste of alcohol. That's why you have these kind of cocktails. Let me guess, you also had a straw in and they were sipping from the top? <laughs> <laughs> well, they, they were both sharing from straws, yes. Yeah. In the martini glass, I believe. Oh, yeah. God, just not doing it right. Yeah. I told you about the Lafroy thing, right? Lap Rogue? No. That in every tube of Lafroy, Lafroy, you get a certificate for a piece of land. Yeah, I, I have a piece of land there. Me too. Oh, cool. It was so funny when we were stalking at the bar and I was like, Fuck, we need another bottle of Lafroy. Lafroy. So I'm going and getting it. There's one that's already out of the tube. And then I see one that has the tube. And I'm like, bloop. Yeah, I have like three of them at home. Yeah. But you can only have one, yeah. one per person. Uh, one night uh, I was getting an Lafroy. Liam Paroka. I saw another unopened tube and checked. And there was one. So I went to my colleague. I'm like, dude, I got a gift for you. Gave it to him. And he's like, what the fuck is this? It's like, you get a piece of land in Scotland. Wow, really? That's so cool. Uh, thank you. It's like, yeah. <laughs> They're just giving it away. <laughs> You've actually gone online and like... This I haven't done it yet, but uh, I have the I thing have. at home. I just haven't taken the time. Yeah, so you have to sign... They basically have a certificate and you have to agree that you can't raise cattle or lambs or you can't do anything with the land. Yeah. You allow them to use it, but it's yours. And they pay rent in the form of that you get four centiliters of Lafroy. Lafroy? If you ever visit the place. Yeah, the dram, yeah. But yeah, it makes me want to go there. Yeah. For sure. It's funny because you can chef with your neighbors as well. Yeah. <laughs> I like to just stand on the land. Get off my land! This is my property! Get the hell off my property! Get off my property! I ain't gonna ask you again. Okay! <laughs> Congratulations, you get a little song bit. I ain't gonna ask you again. <laughs> yeah, this English guy came into the bar. Oh, how unusual. Yeah, <laughs> on a weekend. And he ordered Jaeger bombs. And Jaeger bombs is a very English thing. Yeah. You don't see it much here. Dude, I haven't done this in like a really long time. And he went, oh, you're English, aren't you? And I was like, you could say that. And then we talked for a little bit. His orders started off being like maybe 40 minutes apart. Then they got into 30 into like 25 and then he started ordering like he got very fucked up very quickly <laughs> it was really funny and then as i said we have the bar and then on the side is where the staff kind of walk in and this guy was like there what the fuck do you want mate why are you standing here and i was like i can't have you here for some reason you let me do what i want and i was like yeah i know 
<laughs> I know I do, but please, like, listen to me. Like, nah, I'm just going to keep doing what I want. And I was like, fair enough. What do you want? He said, like, oh, I want two star apartment. Then he like leaned in and touched the tap. Just say what you want. He was like, no, can I pour it myself? And he almost started pouring. I had queues of people like standing, watching. This guy was like just about to pour. I was like, no, you can't do that. Better get out of here before I start saying sir like a cop. <laughs> what do you think they're going to do? Like, they're going to come in the start. And he kept getting closer. At one point, I had to actually throw him, like actually push him backwards. And he nearly tripped. I don't want to have to ask you again. <laughs> so I thought we're friends. I was like, friends don't do this. Like, You're overstepping your boundaries, sir. Sir, sir. You've been asked to leave. Here is the line. My boss saw this and was just laughing. Luckily, <laughs> 15 minutes later, oh, you know your English friend. I don't know if you call him a friend, but yeah. So yeah, he kissed me. Sir! No, Joe, he's leaving. Sir! Joe, Joe. Sir! Joe. Sir! It's okay. Sir! He's gone. But English people can just get away with anything. Everyone feels sorry for them because they never won a proper war. <laughs> we won wars. You guys didn't. You guys sent a ship into the fucking sea. Sank. <laughs> It's funny when I'm at the chief because there's so many times I stand at like that window where I'm not supposed to stand, but I just do. If someone comes up beside me, I think they know the bartender. You can't order from here, you have to go around. This is only for staff. And I'm like, but you let me stand here. Yeah. Uh, one of the managers always comes up there when he's gonna count the uh, poker ships. So he always comes up there like, ah, oh, you're here again. Out of the way, I'm like, I already, I am already out of the way. I knew you were coming. <laughs> Don't hit me! <laughs> I can pick up whether or not there's a fork or a knife that dropped Oh, you need to floor. quit. You need to stop. <laughs> <laughs> That's it's bad. Cool. It's, it's a sound I can pick up. Uh, like, I, I, come, I, I don't know if I could do it where we work now, because I don't know the forks and knives. I could tell if it was a fork or a knife, and sometimes I just show up with a fork, hey, drop the fork, a fork in my mouth. How did you know? I was like, God, we should do a, a part in the podcast called Fork or Knife. Yeah. And I just drop <laughs> random bits of yeah. cutlery on the ground. <laughs> there is a different sound. Yeah. yeah I bet there's got to be. One is more fuller than the other. I what about a spoon? How does that sound? The spoon is... Can you hear the difference between a spoon and a ladle? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm not sure if I can hear the difference between a spoon and a fork. Probably because a spoon doesn't clash as much because you have the like cup thing so it doesn't yeah. hit as much. The knife has a more crisp sound. Yeah. <laughs> Love this conversation. <laughs> what about a cheese grater? How is that? Well, it depends on the side, doesn't it? Yeah. I think a cheese grater is more of a flat sound. And whether or not it has a wood, plastic or metal handle. Yeah. That goes for any kind of cutlery. Honestly. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Aren't you glad you guys had me on? Yeah. <laughs> When I was working in the like code room, I'm talking to my boss that was just making the rounds and checking things So we were talking and then someone drops a glass. I'm instinctively like Shh. She's like Good reactions. I'm yeah. like, no, that's a fucking That was dog situation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can pick that shit out anyway <laughs> It should be your alarm clock when you wake yeah. up you yeah. should go to bars and have like a soundboard where you use like Oh, you would so <laughs> fuck up with people <laughs> I just, yeah. I just imagine, see, like, you sit there, and you're, like, making the food in the look, and you have that, like, things recorded, so people are, like, you see them running back into the kitchen, like, Where is it? 
<laughs> like what? What? What happened there? Oh, like the uh, please take your card. The... <laughs> yeah. Before I got into the industry, I actually started asking what's the difference between a restaurant, bar, pub, and a nightclub, and there are distinctive differences between them. I didn't realize that from the beginning. I thought it was just like we're gonna brand ourselves as a pub because that sounds better, or we're a bar, or but there's huge differences between them. Pubs are cozy and they're normally more social, I feel. Yeah. You know the pub is short for public house, right? A house open to the public. Pubs are mostly beers. You can also get food there, but it's not gonna be like a restaurant. It's not gourmet food. It's no. Just like... Well, restaurants are more like, this is where you go to eat. Yeah. And you don't even necessarily need to be able to get alcohol in a restaurant. While a bar is the other way around. You go there to get drinks and maybe they have a side dish or something like that and then you have nightclubs that is well where you party at night we need to hype up the red bull chronicles that's it how ironic i'm i'm drinking red bull now. that's not ironic you're always drinking red bull <laughs> it's yeah. already on youtube it is it will be when this is done <laughs> how many listeners do you think we'll have in a year now it's really the time so if it takes off now which is a big chance because everyone's on the internet we need to advertise, and I don't have the money to advertise. Yeah, me neither. The few people that actually gave me feedback, I, I really liked it, so... That's cool. It's a really good start. Yeah. So which beer do you think the next virus is going to be called? Heineken. <laughs> Carlsberg, probably the best beer in the world. Carlsberg, probably the best virus in the world. <laughs> it takes over 240 hours to brew the perfect pint of Guinness. Time well spent. Good things come to those who wait. Chorus Light, the world's most refreshing virus. <laughs> and then Trump calling it the Chinese virus. Or he's called it Kung Flu, which I love. Kung Flu. It's called Beer Fear. Beer Fear is pretty good. It's probably insensitive as fuck. I mean, it's easier to laugh at something that you don't even get affected by. This actually affected both of us. Yeah, I'm always getting 9-11 and 7 <laughs> mixed up. People keep saying like, hey, do you sell snooze? I'm like, no, but 9-11 does. <laughs> <laughs> I do my research on my, where I work. I know the architect's name. I know when it was built. I know when it was blueprinted in Stockholm and I understand its importance in society and things like that. Because guests find out that I'm not Swedish and they try to tell me about where I work. You know, this is a Hammerby pub. I was like, of course I fucking know that. I work here. <laughs> like, well, how would I have not noticed that? Do you like football? And I'm like, no, I don't like football. Okay, because there's a team uh, called Bayern. Fucking shut up. <laughs> I work here, I know that. We're really bad at shots at my place. Someone comes and order like Fireball or Sourfish, and we don't have that. And they're like, okay, do you have vodka? It's like, of course we have fucking vodka. Yeah. I always need to remind myself to not get upset like, of course we have vodka, what the fuck do you expect? Yeah. Sometimes these kind of things is not common knowledge. Sometimes I get that in mind and I'm like, yes, we have vodka. <laughs> there was one time I was um, at a bar and there was this guy that was being really like loud and annoying and walked up to everyone and was be like Ehh. so I go down to the, um, the doormans yeah you should probably keep a check on the upstairs there's a guy that is yeah. like really annoying and rowdy later on I go out to have a smoke when I come back there's two people that are up in each other's faces I push them aside then there's like three guards running up to stop the fighting that's going on the guy I talked to them about earlier is like sitting and I think there had been a fight just as I came up I know there are guards that are really good at seeing things but then there's the ignorant ones is like yeah my manager told me that I need to say hi to all the people when I come in more that's a weird 
comment. So. Yeah, but I'm not clapped in at that moment. Like I'm like a whole different person then. Then I'm not like the socializing kind of person that like, hi everyone. Say if a customer comes in and then they have a good talk with you, they probably think that you're a super social, normally like just, but we're yeah. not. <laughs> when I do karaoke, I have this whole like attitude thing. And then when I'm off, I'm like, some people try to talk to me. I'm just trying to get out of the conversation and everything. Yeah. I never thought of like how they view it. I do have one story that I've been wanting to talk about since November. Oh shit, that's a long time. Yeah, a really long time. There was a Canadian bartender called Captain Dick. In the 70s, he bought a cabin somewhere in the woods in Canada. And in the cabin, someone had uh, a jar with a toe in it. It was like pickled and um, yeah, and like a vinegar solution. So it was basically like preserved toe. Yeah, he went to the cabin with his friend and found it. And his friend was like, dude, throw that away. He was like, no, no, I'm bringing it back to the bar. So he took it back to his bar, and I didn't know what he was going to do with it. And then he invented a cocktail, which is basically the toe and a pint of champagne. So you put the toe in a pint glass and then pour champagne on it, and it floats to the top. And whoever drinks the whole pint of champagne is going to be a part of a special club, the Sour Toe Cocktail Club, and they get like a certificate and stuff. It caught on in, like, in Canada, and everyone was going to this place and drinking a pint of champagne. Until an old lady said, I can't stomach that much champagne, but I really want to be in the club. So he was like, okay, well... I'll put it in some Canadian whiskey instead. And then it changed over to whiskey, and then it basically became any liquid at all. You just needed to drink. And the saying was, drink it quick or drink it slow, but your lips must touch the toe. Yeah. Over 200,000 people joined this club and went and drank this thing, and it's still going on there now. So uh, the next thing is gonna be a can gonna be a toe virus? <laughs> some sort of toe virus. <laughs> <laughs> so the toe got stolen, of course. So then people started donating their toes. <laughs> like, this one guy who uh, was out in Canada for some military operation got frostbite and lost four of his toes, and he donated them to this hotel. This guy retired, by the way, this bartender. He's long gone. They're still doing the same thing. <laughs> like, they currently stock over 10 toes, and then Captain Dick died on the 14th of November, which is why I wanted to talk about this as kind of like a, a salute to him. And his dying wish was for all of his toes to be preserved and sent to the hotel. <laughs> and he commissioned a local artist to make a toe-shaped urn for his ashes. And they're installing his ashes above the bar. It's called the Downtown Hotel Bar. If you ever want to go, if you're in Canada, that's where it's in. <laughs> you go and check it out. Well, it's been a real mess the past few months. We did joke about it a little in episode 14, but in reality... <laughs> we can't record anything! I mean, we can, but nothing exciting has been going on. It is uncertain what will become of this, but we will do our best to produce monthly material as we always do. Otherwise, check out our YouTube page for exciting side projects. As of now, you can find us on Facebook, Patreon, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Overcast, Pocketcast, Castro, Castbox, Podchaser, Podcast Addict, Deezer, iTunes, and Listen Notes. So you have no excuse not to listen every month. As always, I'm Ainsley. This is Reject and Serve. Stay safe and have a pleasant shift.